0: The last day of summer of 2022, and we got some blue skies out there this morning. Nice and cool this morning, but it's going to get up into the upper 80s in the Midwest. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com, put your email address in there. We'll notify you when our next episode drops. We got some good ones in the hopper there, ready to be launched here any day now. All right, let's start off with headline number five. GOP senators push the DOJ for special counsel to look into Hunter Biden. From CNBC, more than 30 Senate Republicans asked Attorney General Merrick Garland on Monday to give the federal prosecutor who has been investigating Hunter Biden for several years Special Counsel Protections and Authorities. The group, which includes Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, wrote in a letter to Garland that the move is warranted because the criminal investigation involves President Joe Biden's son. They also contended it would avoid the appearance of impropriety, giving U.S. Attorney for Delaware David Weiss, Special Counsel Authority, would also provide additional assurances to the American people that the Hunter Biden investigation is free from political influence, the letter argued. From Katie Pavlich, after Grassley revealed whistleblower allegations three weeks ago, a top FBI agent resigned. He was accused of burying the Hunter Biden laptop investigation for political reasons. Now it comes out. So now we're hearing the, the uh, some of the truth about uh, the FBI's burying the Hunter Biden Story right before the election, and if that doesn't have a, an effect on voter integrity and how the voters vote, then this is just one example of how this can affect an election when the FBI's biases come in and they bury a story about the presidential candidate son who was compromised by the Chinese through business dealings. So how can we uh, say that this is a legitimate presidency when these very important issues have been buried? And they're not lightly taken either. The big guy reference, meaning payoffs from the CCP to the current president, which could mean he's been compromised, which leads to national security issues and foreign policy issues. So this is not a a little issue. This is a big one. And they need to investigate. They need to find out what's going on because the country's future relies upon the truth. So let's uh, just hope that they get to the bottom of it. If not before the midterms, then in committee hearings, once the Republicans take control of the Congress after November the 8th, beginning the new year. Get out there and vote. Let's make sure we take back the House, make sure we take back the Senate. Therefore, we can put a stop to this radical Biden administration. All right, headline number four. Yeshiva University ceases all campus clubs after the Supreme Court forces recognition of LGBTQ group. From NBC News. Yeshiva University has abruptly suspended student club activity in the wake of a U.S. Supreme Court decision earlier this week that ordered the school to recognize, for now, an LGBTQ student group. From Fox News, the dispute stems from a New York state ordering Yeshiva to grant full recognition to an LGBTQ plus club on campus. Yeshiva has argued it is a religious institution and cannot be forced to recognize something at odds with the university's religious mission. Beckett, Yeshiva University is America's oldest Jewish institution of higher education. Yeshiva literally means a school for studying the Talmud, and Talmud studies remain at the heart of everything Yeshiva does. Albert Moeller, This is not like a trespassing issue. This is not like a boundary dispute on real estate. This is a matter of moral conviction on one of the most basic moral issues faced by humanity through millennia. I think it's a very ominous sign. So this uh, strikes right at the heart of our religious liberties and our freedoms. We can't be forced by secular government agencies to tell us how we can perform our duties as a religious institution. That's in direct conflict to our constitutional rights and the freedom of religion. So for the Supreme Court to force this, they got it wrong, I believe. I think this should be something that the religious institutions can decide for themselves, especially when it comes to LGBTQ plus issues, which are very much opposed and just about all religious forms of expression, and especially in Christianity, it's very clear that a man and a woman is the holy and most highest regarded institution that the Creator made and has that authority as a man and a woman in God's eyes, regardless of what denomination or what brand of religious liberties, and freedoms that we have. So this really hits at the heart of the moral issue for religious freedom, something that can't be compromised, something that has to be pushed back, something that we have to be able to freely speak up against and not to be kowtowed by any government institution or any corporation or anybody outside of our own belief system. That's how the Founding Fathers created our nation, and we need to hold that in high regard and allow for those institutions to be able to practice their religious faith, whether it's their religious shrines or whether it's their educational institutions. All right, headline number three, Biden issues most executive orders in first year since 1970, costing taxpayers up to $1.5 trillion. Fox News, President Biden has issued nearly 100 executive orders, which will cost taxpayers up to $1.5 trillion, as the national debt nears $31 trillion. Biden currently sits at 99 executive orders since taking office. His torrent pace came primarily within his first year, when he issued more than any president since the 1970s. President Biden's executive actions have cost taxpayers more than $1 trillion so far. The Heritage Foundation's Matthew Dickerson told Fox News Digital. That's taking into account the recent student loan executive action, which could cost up to $1 trillion. Canary CEO Dan Eberhardt. Yet Biden and his administration still wonder why inflation has skyrocketed under their watch. So you really wonder with... The cognitive issues that Joe Biden expresses and you can see publicly when he speaks and his, the way he mixes things up and how he's very confused, very much out of touch with the American people, and yet he has the power of the, the EO, the executive orders, and he's just writing these things as if it's candy being given out to children. You wonder if somebody's not pulling the strings behind the scenes, a.k.a. Barack Obama and Susan Rice, possibly. But it's very much outside the realm of norm, and it's very extreme, the fact that we're $31 trillion in debt right now, and he continues to write these executive orders, thinking that we have an endless supply of money, an endless supply of printing money, And as a result, we're all experiencing these high inflation rates, which are directly connected to excessive spending and excessive printing of money. So this is uh, another reason, folks, why we really have to be active. We need to get out and vote in the midterms. Right now, we've got 50 days left until the midterm elections. Everybody needs to be active. You need to get your neighbors out to the polls. You yourself need to be poll watchers precinct captains, whatever we can do, knock on doors for candidates that we feel have America first. And let's take back our position within the Congress and the Senate so that we can put a stop to this excessive spending and printing of money. That's our only hope of saving this great nation. All right, headline number two. Biden stated U.S. forces would defend Taiwan from Chinese invasion. White House immediately walked statement back. From Bloomberg, President Joe Biden said U.S. military forces would defend Taiwan from an unprecedented attack. His latest pledge of support as his administration seeks to deter China from increasing military pressure on the democratically elected government in Taipei. A U.S. official said Sunday that the U.S. policy hasn't changed, noting that Biden had made the same points before. The official asked not to be identified responding to the 60 Minutes interview. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning urged the U.S. to fully understand the extremely important and highly sensitive nature of the Taiwan question and abide by the one-China principle at a Monday news briefing in Beijing. Failing to do so, she added, could cause further damage to U.S. relations and peace and stability across the strait. 60 Minutes. President Biden tells 60 Minutes that U.S. men and women would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. However, after our interview, a White House official told us that the U.S. policy on Taiwan has not changed. So this is Joe Biden going rogue again. He does that quite often. He gets off message. He's. Uh, this is his cognitive disability that he has. This is uh, exactly what all of his staff is worried about. When he does interviews with the press and the media, he says things that are against the policies of the U.S., and it does create some uncertainty. And this is why it's important that we have a steady, stable world leader here at the U.S. Because the words have results; they have reactions. And it does create instability around the world. This is why we have Ukraine, and this is why we have the Chinese even considering taking back Taiwan. So again, elections do have consequences, and Joe Biden is a clear example of why you need good world leaders. All right, headline number one, President Biden, the pandemic is over. CBS, in an interview on 60 Minutes Sunday night, President Biden said the COVID-19 pandemic is over in the United States. Mr. Biden's comments came only a few weeks after his administration asked Congress for billions of dollars to maintain its testing and vaccination efforts. The remark contradicts statements made by his own aides earlier this month as they have urged Americans to seek out an updated booster ahead of feared fall and winter wave of the virus. Disclosed TV, Biden, the pandemic is over, Representative Thomas Massey. If the pandemic is over, as Biden says, then all of the president's emergency powers predicated on a pandemic, all COVID-vax mandates, the emergency powers of every governor, Emergency use authorizations and the PrEP Act should all be voided tomorrow. Mike Pompeo, Biden now says the pandemic is over as he's kicking tens of thousands of healthy soldiers out of the military with his COVID vaccine mandate. These soldiers should be reinstated immediately. Well, there you go again, Joe, uh, speaking out of uh, line with your U.S. policies. Uh, But in this case, I tend to think you're correct. I think the pandemic is over and that it's really been overblown, even from the beginning. We could have done things a lot differently than the way it was handled. About time that we just uh, recognized that there no longer is a pandemic here in the U.S., that it's already uh, played out its course and uh, we're getting back to normalcy again. We need to drop all the emergency powers The the VAX mandates, you need to reinstate those soldiers, allow them to go back to work and to drop this totalitarian dictatorship idea of controlling through government, through all these ridiculous mandates. It's been a complete disaster. You destroyed our economy. It's destroyed everything that we know about this country, our freedoms. And it's high time we take that COVID vaccine. In that COVID emergency, and throw it in the trash can where it belongs. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Tuesday. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.